Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to Movie Club. Uh, I just want to say off the bat, and I'm sorry to start with this. I don't feel like I will be able really to contribute much Why? to this episode. I watched this movie that we're going to talk about today, and I found it, frankly, to be toxic. Can we start over or that, that was no, the, that, no, that was how the we're intro. going to start. Oh, what is Thank you. You can have those. Thank you. I, it was a toxic environment. Oh, man. Okay, yeah. cool. It's awkward start to uh, the show today. No, to I think the perfect show. I think it's the kind of the perfect intro. Mm -hmm. Well, everyone, where do we go from here? Welcome to Movie Club, where we watch movies. You yeah. accuse this movie of being toxic. That's an accusation. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag not all movies are toxic, okay? Yeah, but this one, definitely. Today, we are discussing the cinema masterpiece known as, and it really can't be said enough. This mm -hmm. thing is like, do they have an Oscar for best picture of the all 80s? Time? Yeah. Of all yeah, time? Are these, is there a retroactive uh, nod you can give a movie? Because this movie might get it. Mm -hmm. We're talking the Toxic Avenger. Yes. Ba -ba -ba -ba! I yes. was shocked how hard it was to find this movie. 1984. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I kind of. I didn't yeah. have a problem finding Until it. Until I realized, oh, the whole thing was on YouTube. But that wasn't. Oh, like, really? Well, yeah, that's where I watched it. I also watched it on YouTube. But it is available for streaming on Prime if you yes. pay $3.99. And the DVDs are uh, for sale as well. Wow. There yeah. You go. I, uh, for whatever reason, when I was searching it, the Amazon one wasn't coming up. I had to kind of dig for it a little mm. bit. I don't know what the deal it was. It didn't come right up, but then I yeah. found it. You had to Google it. Yeah. Anyways, The Toxic Avenger 1984. We saw it. Have you seen it? Leave mm. a comment in the chat if you've seen it. Oh. A lot of people... I, what I did want to I did want to say real quick that the the only version I could find I don't know if you guys had better luck I don't know if there's an HD version yeah. of it or no, anything. I'm gonna move this empty coffee cup away. Oh, I was drinking it. Okay. Um, perfect. I uh, I was uh, blown away how it was letterboxed, like not even widescreen. It was like the one on Amazon is like a four by three image. Letterbox. Oh, the one I like, saw yeah. was widescreen. Well, widescreen on YouTube. Oh, is it really? Is yeah. it like HD or no? I mean, not HD, oh, it's not HD, but yeah. it's widescreen. <clears throat> okay, wow. But we get the full frame. Yeah, okay. I saw all the things in widescreen. It was dope. So this movie, um, it was my pick this week. I I chose this movie. I had never seen it before, but we've been watching horror movies uh, throughout October, so. I, I felt like this would be a nice follow-up to that. Mm. Um, I had always seen The Toxic Avenger as like a children's cartoon. Right. When I was a little kid. Yeah. And I loved the children's cartoon. I, I, You know, he had like one rollerblade for a foot, or maybe that was one of his friends. I don't know. I was addicted yeah. to the show as a kid. But I never watched the movie or the three movies, apparently. Well, there's actually four, four but yeah. three came out before the children's show. Um, yeah, this movie was way different from what I was expecting. I thought this was like a high school comedy film, maybe with like horror elements to it. Yeah. That's not what we got at all. No. Yeah. I watched the cartoon when I was younger, Toxic Crusaders, and I loved the toys from it and yeah. uh, enjoyed it. And it, and then that's what I kept hearing. It's based on a movie. It's based on a movie. And it was like everyone was anywhere I went. It was like they were hiding the existence of that movie. 
So I was like, what is this? And then, yeah, when I looked into it, I remember it was finding like, oh, no, it's like rated R and pretty gruesome. You know, whenever so I wasn't allowed to see it. we would go to Comic-Con, there's like the trauma booth there and they always sell like all the <clears throat> trauma movies. And this one always is like, it seems like this is like their movie that they like. This is like their flagpole movie yeah. of the trauma universe of yeah. like Toxic Avenger and these other movies that are like it, you know, kind of is what I've. So it always seems like this is like the definitive this style movie. So I was interested to see it at least check it out, you know. Yeah, it's a kind of a famous movie. It's a cult classic film. Uh, and I guess a lot of people when we announced last week that we were going to be doing this episode based on this movie, they emailed in and messaged us saying that they anticipated we would all turn this movie off. Yeah, I heard now, that a lot. That none of us would make it through this movie. I yeah. will assure you I did turn it off and then had to turn it back on to finish it. But uh, this is our job to watch it. I had to finish it. I had to watch it. I just think everybody predicted this would be our least favorite thing. And I can assure you, regardless of anything else that is said today, I still hate Good Luck Chuck more than this movie. <laughs> regardless of anything else I say. Fair enough. Yeah, we'll get into it in a second. But in regards to this being the worst movie or the least favorite movie we've seen, this is not even close to being, in my opinion, the worst movie we've watched on the show. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah. Not I, even I close. also agree. Yeah. Uh, we see some bad fucking movies on the show. <laughs> yeah, it's not the best movie. Johnny actually was just in here before we started recording this, and he was like, I've never seen the Toxic Avenger. What did you think of it? And my review was, it was way better and way worse than you could ever possibly imagine. Yeah, mm -hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for people who haven't seen this movie, or if you've never heard of the Toxic Avenger, it is a 1984 horror movie made by... Um, the independent production company, we'll call them, Troma Films, mm -hmm. directed and headed uh, by a man named Lloyd Kaufman, who Sean has already mentioned. We've met Lloyd Kaufman many times at yeah. San Diego Comic-Con. Mm -hmm. He's always there. Do you, do you actually, he directed this? Yeah, I think oh, this okay. was his big project that okay. finally kind of got Troma going. And yeah, I never okay. knew that Lloyd Kaufman worked on the set of Rocky. Yeah, I thought I heard something huh. weird about that. Or something where he was on a big movie set like that. Yeah. Rocky. Yeah, apparently he was on the set of Rocky when he got the idea for this movie. Oh, I didn't Interesting. know that. Um, he read an article in Variety or some magazine like that that said the horror genre was dead. And mm. he was already looking for a movie to be made with his uh, independent production company. Yeah. And so he said, well, let's make a horror film. And I guess, see, I always thought this movie was set in a high school. And then when it opens, it's like New York City, and then they go to a health club. And the movie is mostly set in a health club. Yeah. yeah. And I guess originally this was just going to be a horror movie set in a health club. Mm, it was no. going to be, I think the original title was called something like... Health Club. Yeah, it was called Health Club. <laughs> it was. I have that in my notes here. Well, there you go. So that was the setting that I had always assumed was a high school, because yeah. it looks kind of similar. It's got like that gymnasium look to it. Yeah, I'd seen that too. That's interesting. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of, uh, I'm missing about that article being written. Horror movies are dead. Like that came out in the eighties. Like how many great horror movies were made in the eighties? Like that's crazy that who wrote this article? People always are. And the seventies had a great dead. horror movies too. Yeah. What? That was at the high, that's like the prime era. Of yeah. would this guy go for like two weeks without seeing a horror yeah, movie and fuck? was like, I guess the genre <laughs> on a whole is dead. That shit happens all the time. When there's like a duddy box office summer, they'll yeah. be like, is the theater over? Are the people <clears throat> done going to the theater? And then a big fucking movie comes out three months later. Oh, I 
broke all records, you know. Yeah. It's same shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the movie opens in New York City, and it kind of shows that New York is filthy and filled with pollution, and it's just an environmental mess. Uh, and then we cut to a health club where we kind of meet the main characters of the movie. The main character of the movie is a guy named... Melvin. Melvin, yeah. I had it written here as Herman, but I know that's not right. <laughs> I do like the name Herman, though. I think I feel like they call him Herman at one point in the movie because I think I changed... This was Melvin, and then I changed it to Herman. Somebody said Herman in the movie. Mm. So who said Herman? I, Answer us. I demand the answers. Contact us. Uh, he is a janitor at the health club, and again, I always thought he was a nerdy kid in a high school who was picked yeah. on by some bullies. Yeah. That's not the case at all. He is like a weirdo janitor who works at a health club who is then picked on by some bullies. Yeah. Yeah. But when the movie starts, I'm kind of siding with these bullies because Herman's a freak or Melvin, Melvin, whatever his name is. He's like <laughs> dipping his mop in the pool and hitting people in the face with he's it. He's just clumsy. And yeah, he's this like, guy sucks. He's like gawking at these hot girls. And, the, and I think the bullies are rightfully entitled when they say, Fuck this janitor guy. Right. Fucking hate this janitor guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, what did you guys think when the movie opened? Uh, I It's so funny. I went through so many waves of this movie. Like when the movie opened, I was like, I think I may like this. I think I'm into this. Like this is, I love bad horror movies. Like I just think it's a low budget shit. I love that. Um, and then as I'm watching this part, I'm like, all right, I'm getting it. And then like five minutes later, I'm like, no, I'm fucking out. I hate this movie. <laughs> but I, I started on is, high. Uh, the five minutes, is that a reference to the sex scene that happens in five minutes? Or are you talking no. about eight minutes in when they kill a kid? That's that's <laughs> the part that I, that's what I was like, we, we, we you, you get there and I'll have my thoughts, Derek. I don't want to jump ahead too much here. But th- th- those kinds of things are what I expected from as a trauma movie. I was like, they're going to do the most fucked up thing. The, the, yeah, the that's most the thing. gross it's thing. It's like, and the- I'm <laughs> fine with watching things that are fucked up in a movie like this. But it's like, it was always just trying to do, yeah, what's the worst thing you could possibly think of? And let's do that worse than you could imagine it. It's like, no, thank you. I got it. But I kind of, you know, I will say in defense of that, Mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're at this point in time, indie filmmaking is everywhere. Anyone could do it, you know, whatever. There was kind of a punk rock atmosphere about a movie like this where it's like, yo, fuck the studios. We're doing our own thing. We're going to do everything that everyone says not to do. Um, you know, I would, I would say if someone made this right now, I'd be like, shut up. But you know, it being the early eighties and then executing it this way, I kind of enjoyed the spirit of it mm-hmm. in that way. If that makes sense. You know, I'm not necessarily loving every scene, but the spirit of it, I did like, um, <clears throat> I did want to say about the janitor, uh, yeah. me- may he be Melvin or whatever, Herman, we or Melvin. <laughs> Herman Melvin, whoever, but, uh, what was entertaining, not to jump ahead too much, but, you know, he does, obviously, this guy becomes the Toxic Avenger. He, he is mutated. Yeah. And I lo- uh, he, he wears, like, a tutu when it happens. Right. Yeah. And I did enjoy that because I remember as a kid watching the, the kids' show, he had a tutu on. Like, he was badass, but he wore a tutu. And I remember kids at school thinking, like, I don't watch that show because that why is he in a tutu? And I thought he was cooler because of it. Mm. Like, yo, this guy doesn't give a shit. Like, look, he'll put that on and he'll be a badass. Who cares? You know, like that was my, yeah. that was what made him cool to me. Right. Anyway. No, I agree. Just the thought I had. He rocks this. a mutated tutu. Yeah. It's it was a, like, I don't need to. It is a little punk rock. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. 
So th- um, that energy I liked. Yeah. So the movie kind of opens with uh, this janitor and these four bullies, two guys, two girls. There's a sex scene five minutes into the movie, so you know it's good. You see mm-hmm. boobs and everything. Um, and then the next scene is the four bullies are out having a joyride in the middle of the night. And they are doing uh, the Death Race 3000 game yeah. where they get points for running over yeah. innocent victims. But in this movie, they are very racist. Which I think the racism bothered me, sure. But like, I was just like, well, we already saw this movie in Movie Club. Like, I already did this. <laughs> like, if this was an original idea, I think I would have forgiven it mm-hmm. but i was like no fuck this like this uh, this already existed and you just like stole this part like, why'd you do, why would you do this and then it was so gross ah ugh. well again i just feel like they were going down the list of everything they were told not to do uh so in that context i was kind of laughing at it but mm-hmm. i mean you're not wrong but. um <laughs> i kind of feel like personally i i agree with what you said rocco this movie has a punk rock attitude to it um, I also think that they needed to do something in this movie early on to let you know that these people were bad. Yeah. And it needed to be something so bad that you wouldn't forget about it because yeah. these people kind of leave the movie for over an hour. Yes. Yeah. As um, the toxic Avenger becomes who he is. Eventually he goes back to get revenge on them. And I feel like, if they didn't have this racist scene where they <laughs> ran over a kid and then took Polaroid pictures of his dead body and like danced around and celebrated it, you might forget who the bad guys yeah, are yeah. when the mutated monster comes and murders them. Yeah, the wound is still fresh. Sure. And Relatively. so, yeah, when I was watching it at first, I was like, dang, this is fucked up. But then later on, I actually thought it was pretty smart filmmaking because I was like, Oh, I remember these characters. They definitely deserve everything that's happening to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. They had didn't. to sell you on. And that happened way later in the movie. Sure. Um, but yeah, so these bullies, they kill it, they kill a kid on a bike, they run him over and then they run over his body and they do this. We've done this effect in Kudaragi's way. They yeah. smash his head with the car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um and then they take out and like take get out of the car and take Polaroid pictures you know, of the also, body. I read that they uh, filled the, it was a watermelon. They put makeup on it and they filled it with like red food coloring to make it extra red. And like, that's exactly what we did for that Kudaragi thing, but uh, also our yeah. Evangelion video. Yeah. 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 So watermelon. So we stole the trick. They, yeah. they, they inspired us. In sure. fact, a lot of this movie reminded me of what we would do in Mega 64. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So. And that's what I say. Like I, I was, that part did bother me, but on a whole, like I did enjoy the low bit budget of it. And I was like, you know, it was almost impressive. Like there's a lot of the shit they were doing was like, I don't know how you pull that off with no money. Like, yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the budget was. I didn't look that up. I'm assuming they had at least a, you know, million a few dollars. million it had to be right. Cause like the, the club itself and everything. And I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but eventually they, these bullies decide that they're going to prank Melvin. Yeah, because they're because Bozo hates him. He's sick of him. Yeah, they just don't like him, and so they send the hot girl to flirt with him and be like, "Come, have sex with me." Basically, put on this tutu and come sneak into this dark room and let's hook up. And when Melvin does this, he goes into the dark room. They turn the lights on. Everybody from the health club is there, and he's like kissing a goat that yeah. they put makeup on, no, which no. in real life was infested with lice, and oh, they didn't cool. tell the actor until after they're done with the scene that it had lice. Yeah, and Melvin gets so mortified, he runs away, but the whole group kind of follows him and pursues him doggedly until the point where he leaps out a window of the health club. Yeah. It just so happens that a truck 
carrying nuclear waste Mm -hmm. is parked beneath the window and Melvin falls face first into it. Right. Um, And this is like, okay, so here's the thing. Like where I lose it, where like things get so like, it's so fucked up and it's like, that's the point, I guess. But like he's on the ground and he's burning alive and with acid, essentially whatever it was. And everyone's just standing around laughing, and it goes on for so long. It's like, okay, this is so fucked that, like, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, this is so right. dark. Now we've come to the part of the show where I have a hard disagreement <laughs> with Sean. Sure. <laughs> At this point in the movie, I felt like I was watching art. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah. When I, Melvin, I like this too. When Melvin fell into the toxic waste, yeah. and he got, they pulled him out of it, and they're laughing as he's bubbling and boiling yeah. over, and the bullies are mad at him, and they're like, "This fucking guy! Oh, he can't take a joke." First of all, the social commentary was through the roof. They just fucking bullied this guy and threw him into a vat of acid, and he's dying in front of him, and they're mad that he can't take a joke. <laughs> that was funny to me. These cops come and try to help him. They grab him, and the cops' hands catch on fire. Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. And then it turns into a full-body, slow-motion shot of Melvin fully engulfed in flames. That, to me, I was like, dang, this is, like, artistic. (laughs) Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought, like... I liked it, too. I think, you know, not a lot of movies would go there, and this movie not only went there, but kind of presented it in a very, like... Not a serious way, but with some control as filmmakers. They they kind of tried to make it heavy in certain ways and have some commentary. I don't know. I was digging it. Sean, they went there. Okay. They they, they go there, and sometimes I wish they didn't. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> this movie, for me, ping-pongs back and forth between, wow, that's super fucked up, and then, oh, you actually kind of brought it back. Yeah, you yeah. made you you. It is still no. fucked up, but now I appreciate and it. And that's what I think on a whole. It's like, yeah... There's things I really hated with this movie, like truly hated. <laughs> but then, yeah, the next scene would be like, all right, well, I'm interested again. Like, you know, so like that's good yeah. that you're going to pull me back in because I, I was far out for sometimes. I was gone. <laughs> uh, I did want to say uh, just real quick to go back to a certain question earlier. The budget for this was actually, it wasn't in the millions, 500000 Wow, that's 500, impressive. That's good. It's pretty good for $500,000. Half a million in 1984. Yeah. Goes a long way. I wonder what that would Damn, be inflation-wise. Melvin makes his way home where he takes a bath, and it's this great body horror scene where he is turning into the Toxic Avenger. His hair is falling out. His skin is boiling and bubbling. Then it's a very Mega 64-esque transition where the screen starts to shake, <laughs> and he yeah. kind of... They do some, like, <laughs> echo effect where he's clearly a new actor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they do a really slapsticky, like his mom is knocking on the bathroom door the whole time this is happening. And she's like, oh, my boy Melvin has finally entered manhood. And it was like, God, this is so corny. Yeah, yeah, that was corny. Uh, but a lot of the humor, again, this reminds me of like Mega 64, what we would do. It's, yeah. It kind of bounces back and forth between really seriously presenting this outlandish story yeah. and then totally stupid slapstick, unrealistic response yeah. right. from a side character. Yeah. There was a part, I think it was right after this, where like it's a scene and then it cuts to another scene and then there's text that says, meanwhile, 
That killed me. I laughed so hard at that. Like, why would you say me? Why would you add that text? Like, obviously it's me. Okay. Yeah. Like, I, I, <laughs> there are parts that made me laugh like pretty yeah. hard in this movie. Stuff like that where it's like, that's so stupid. Uh, I, w I wasn't the big, I, I know this is a little brief tangent, but I wasn't the biggest fan of Crank 2 when it came out, but I always thought one of the best titles I've ever seen in a movie was seven seconds later and it's the chase is still happening. Right. <laughs> like, that's a great title goes a long way. Yeah. I want to say, I don't know if this is the right time to bring it up, but with Toxie, with uh, whatever you want to call him here, but the Toxic Avenger, yeah, they dub his voice. No. Yeah, I'm going to, yeah, Can't cat's tell. out of the bag. They <laughs> He's dubbed. Yeah. The way that they dub him and the way he sounds is extremely my shit when it comes to like a gag or something funny. I don't even know if it's an intentional gag in this, but it reeked to me of like a gag you would see in like either Ren and Stimpy or like Space Ghost. Where it's just like the ugliest thing that talks like this. Well, hello, <laughs> yeah. I'm here to help you. Like that was that was genuinely cracking. I me also up. couldn't figure out at first if it was like him thinking that because it sounded yeah, it's clearly, so out. Of it sounds you can so hear the microphone. Yeah, yeah. And, and like also you hear the grunting at the same time, so you hear like a yeah the whole time. And while that's happening, hi, how are you? Yeah, it's like well, I don't understand. No, don't run. Don't be, I'm not here don't to hurt be you. Does I'm it, all right. Does anyone know? Uh, does anyone know? Is was there a reason behind the dubbing in this? Like, was there? Because I felt like lots of times they were cutting away from him as he talked and not showing. You know, like, oh, let me tell you what happened. They would they would cut away from his well, head. I know. think that just I I didn't read anything about this, but watching okay. it, they definitely don't reveal his face until well into the movie yeah. when he actually goes back to attack one of the girls yeah. who set him up. That's when you finally see what he looks like. Uh, yeah. So yeah. it might just be an intentional. Yeah. So thing. I just felt like they were, they were saving his face for that scene. Right. Okay. Um, but I also feel like without seeing his face, I, I find this movie very interesting because <clears throat> this movie is kind of like a slasher film, but you root for the slasher. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Definitely. And He's the I, Avenger. Yeah, and I was really fascinated. I actually give them credit. I think this is a great film in the sense of they tried to set out to write a story where it's basically a slasher film, but the slasher is the good guy. Mm. <laughs> yeah, um, really. And so I feel like that that was the challenge of this movie, yeah. and they actually kind of lived up to that challenge pretty yeah. well. Um, but you do have this problem where Toxie, if that's what we're going to call him, is a scary guy to look at yeah. and he's doing super violent things yeah. to people. So why is he the good guy? Yeah. So that's why I do think everybody who he attacks has a scene before the attack where they do the most fucked up stuff on earth. Yeah, right. Well, I, I get that. I get that. But it like, happens multiple times in the movie. It does. And like, I'm thinking <laughs> of like the, uh, the taco shop. Which is coming up Which next. We'll talk about next. that in a second. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. But like there is a scene. Okay, that's the scene where it's like, okay, there's robbers show up. We're going to talk about the taco shop scene in depth. They're they're bad guys. Okay, cool. Got it. Oh, my God. They just killed a dude. Those are bad guys. And then the <laughs> scene continues for another five minutes of them doing more and more worse. Like worse, worse We'll get into it in a moment. We'll Stick with there. us. We'll get there. Don't turn but it off. For me, it's like. Yo, you shot that guy. I'm on the side of your. You can whatever happens, you go for it. Yeah. Like I don't need what we're about to get into. I do not need this. We're gonna talk about that. I have some thoughts. Okay. Maybe we do need it. Would be my okay. My but to get back to just the idea of like, how do you make a slasher the hero? 
the victims really need to deserve what's coming to them. And then I feel like almost perhaps in post-production, I felt like maybe they wanted to have Toxie not have a voice. That's what I'm and saying. May, and maybe he would yeah. emote to these people like, no, I'm saving you. You yeah. don't have to be scared. And, yeah. and I got the impression like maybe that didn't come across. And maybe. since they're, yeah. not, they're not showing his face anyways, let's just put in a really all-American friendly voice of, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to scare you. Yeah, that's how I felt watching through this. I was... There's just something about it that felt like an afterthought, like yeah. a post, you know, kind of thing. But uh, I, I didn't mind it. I was cracking up at that. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm, thumbs um, up for me. So before we get to the famous Mexican food uh, restaurant fight scene, he's, <laughs> he rescues a police officer who is fighting some gang members on the street. And you basically learn that the whole police force and government in this city of Tromaville is corrupted by the mafia. That's like a subplot throughout the movie that's established in this first scene where Toxie shows up to avenge people. Yeah. He fights these three gang members. One of them's called Cigarface, and he saves this cop. He really brutalizes them. He like rips their faces off and does really bad things to them. One guy, I was laughing, he puts him into a barrel and punches him in the balls over and over. And yeah. That just got a laugh out of me because <laughs> the Toxic Avenger is so buff. It's like Andre the Giant or Hulk Hogan just putting a guy in the yeah. Well, just in the balls. I was like, all right, he, <laughs> got he's, it. he's had enough. Well, I, I loved one of my favorite parts was that at the taco shop, them beating those people up, uh, you know, he's beating up all the bad dudes. And then he like folds a dude into the fryer. Yeah. It any, I feel like any other movie would be like, he grabs him, right. puts his hands in the fryer. Nope. Let me uh, put your hands in the basket. I'm strong enough yeah. to clamp him in and then turn these. Th I mean, he's like clamping him into this thing for 10 minutes before he turns. All right. Let, let's talk about the Mexican food <laughs> shop. OK, it's it's a it's an upcoming scene right after this. Uh, it basically happens again. He does some more avenging. He goes to a taco shop. Hmm. So it's three robbers who hold up a taco shop at gunpoint and they shoot a guy. They point a gun at a baby which I, I did read the actor quit the movie. That actor quit the movie. Because he had to put a gun in a ba shotgun in a baby's can, face. Can, he said, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Fuck this. <laughs> By the way, let's pause. I want to talk about that actor. Yeah. His name is Patrick Kilpatrick. Oh, that's a weird name. He's been in a lot of movies since then, so he's moderately famous. Mm. He quit the movie because he didn't like pointing a gun at a baby. He says this movie was funded by the mafia. What? Oh. I found an interview he did where he said the movie was financed by the mob. He also says that he got involved with uh, one of the bullies. Mm -hmm. The I think it was like the blonde girl. Okay. And he says the only reason that girl is in the movie is because the mobster who was financing the movie wanted her to be in it. Whoa. And he started hooking up with her. Whoa. And he says the mobster's muscle guys took him into the bathroom, and possibly in that Mexican food place, and cornered him, basically said like, Stop fucking around with this girl. Oh, my God. Whoa. Or, or you're done. Whoa. And so, yeah, he quit the movie. Whoa. Not only did he have to point a gun in a baby's face, but he was pissing off the mafia. <laughs> oh, my God. Which I thought was just an interesting side. Yeah, I didn't know that. Damn. Wow. Um, they point a gun at a baby. They kill a guy. They shoot a dog. Uh, a sightseeing dog. They shoot a sightseeing dog with a shotgun. I think they shoot it twice. <laughs> they do. Um, oh. And then they begin to sexually assaults the blind girl that the dog yeah. belongs to. Luckily, Toxie shows up at this moment to, right. to intervene. See, the quote the guy said was, I've always wanted to cornhole a blind girl. 
That's what the guy said. That's so. one of the kind of the famous lines. And, in and film that's history. where I was like, you didn't need this part. Okay, yeah, but the Academy. But, all think, right, uh, now hear me out. It's one best screenplay. So as Rocco mentioned, what Toxie does to these guys is he like deep fries them. Oh, he yeah. like he. Okay, oh, massacres. Them. They're in a restaurant and he kills them all as if they are a different piece of food. Right. So one guy he fries like he's a bunch of French fries. The other guy he holds down in like the frosty machine yeah. and like covers him in whipped cream yeah. and then uses <laughs> the frosty the frosty thing <laughs> to like scramble the inside of his brain oh, or right. his mouth or whatever. Yeah. And then the third guy he like rips his arm off, beats him with it, and then stuffs him into the pizza oven and cooks a pizza out of him. Yeah. Fun fact: that guy in real life only had one arm. Yeah, so that's pretty smart nice. filmmaking. So that when he's holding a gun in the before that uh, fake arm. But what I would argue is. If these guys just shot a guy and then the Toxic Avengers showed up and deep fried them and fucking put them into smoothies and made sure. pizza, you'd be like, well, all they did was shoot yeah. a guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toxie fucking deep fried them. Yeah, he's got to run him through the mill. So, uh, yeah. All I was going to say, I, was gonna say, I think... I'm going to make. Go yeah, ahead. it's totally... I think you're totally right. You had, you had to, like, really antagonize the audience so that you would feel justified watching 10 minutes of carnage like that. Sure. Um, I'm never the biggest fan, but this girl, this girl is almost raped multiple times in this movie. And I, I'm, I'm never a fan of the almost raped scenario. Mm. I just feel like that's used a little too much, but, but I thought I was going to hate the dog getting shot a lot more than I did. And let me tell you, the way they executed it was so fucking goofy that I, as I'm watching the scene, I'm like, they're going to shoot this dog. Please don't. And then when they did it, I'm like, you know what? This is so fucking hacky. I'm, I'm in. Here's what I'll say. I, I think I'm with you in the sense of this was my first trauma film. Yeah. yeah. So when they're going to do shit. So like when that. she had the dog, I thought, ah, as dead. And I thought they were going to do a lot worse. <laughs> yeah. And what they actually it was so fucking they, goofy. They almost showed yeah. it mercy by simply shooting it twice with a shotgun. <laughs> they kind of blast him out of the frame. Yeah. And then that's all you see. And then see. slide him across the floor. Oh my God. <laughs> could that was could have been worse. That was cracking me up. Um Sorry. so and then I thought this was actually clever. The blind girl who's rescued. She falls in love with Toxie. Loved she, it. She can't see how fucked up he is. Yeah. I, I was on. Loved it. I was on board for that. It was actually pretty wholesome. It was. Yeah. And that's, and, but see, that was funny too, because it was the most fucked up thing you've ever seen cut to like a romantic, like them, like getting to know each other. And it's like, yeah. this is so fucking dumb, but like you're laughing at it. Like, let, let me ask you, uh, I love the music that they play like when they're like hang, when that when they're hanging out like together mm -hmm. and stuff like that they have uh -huh. like a certain song i love the soundtrack throughout all this movie yes they use that classic hell song for the theme of the toxic adventure dun, 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 yeah dun, dun, yeah. Dun, dun. yeah is that like night on bald mountain or something yeah i think it is <laughs> yeah well i love that too but I definitely know, uh, you know, one, one of our favorite bands, the Aquabats, I think they were very inspired by this movie and like a lot of the dumb aesthetic I, I that think it so has. Too, yeah. And I, the song when they're hanging out, I kind of thought like, is this Lovers of Loving Love? Is this like, like maybe they've had some songs oh, inspired by interesting. those kind of tracks. Anyway, that was just a separate huh. thought that I had watching that. But anyway, it was wholesome. Enjoyed it. So, this part. you know. The Toxic Avenger, he's kind of an anti-hero yeah. in a world where society is really bad and the cops are corrupt. 
We kind of have pointed out that the police are all kind of run by the mafia. Yeah, in the mayor is all fucked up. Yeah, and then you have these people committing these crimes that are insanely bad. Like, they're shooting the dog and and, <laughs> and going after the blind girl. Um, so I kind of, at this point in the movie, I got it. Like, I wrap my brain. Toxic Avenger is an anti-hero. You know, mm-hmm. he's a hero to these people, but he does bad stuff. But only yeah. because... Nobody else is fighting these criminals, and and the cops are criminals themselves. Yeah, it takes it takes a, a monster to actually do some good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> it's so the only way it's getting done. At the in this part of the movie, we kind of get a montage where he uh, he kills some people in a health spa. He kills a pimp, and the goons of the pimp. He saves some kids from being run over by the bad guys. Right. Um. The news starts to talk about him. We get the spinning newspapers, um, calling him the monster hero or whatever. Mm. Uh, he helps an old lady cross the street, stuff like that. We kind of see this wholesome montage of him fighting crime and helping the the public mm. at large, right? Yeah. He's like Batman. He's like mm-hmm. Batman. Um, this movie is also kind of a coming-of-age story because Melvin was just this geeky, clumsy janitor that nobody liked. Now he's the hero of the town and he's this buff dude and he has a beautiful girlfriend and he's saving the day and he's, and they've even told him like, you're beautiful on the inside. So there was a lot of heart to this movie. Yeah. Surprising. It was surprisingly wholesome yeah. for a movie that's like famously gory and yeah. trashy. I'm always a fan personally. I will say I'm always a fan of a genre that is basically like uh, a heart, like if you can do something adorable with the grossest shit possible. So this tapped right into that. I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah. I'm in. <laughs> um, at this point in the film, this is when Melvin decides to go get revenge on the people who first turned him into the Toxic Avenger. Mm. It's been this long, and they go back to the hot blonde girl. And so that's why I feel like, well, they had to take pictures of that kid's dead body. Because <laughs> after all this time, I would have forgotten yeah. why she was so wrong. Um, apparently, he doesn't kill the girls. Oh, Apparently there is a deleted scene that is in the Japanese version where he sits one girl's ass on the hot rocks of the sauna. We could talk about that scene later, which is pretty fucked up. I I think that's this scene. And then uh, he takes scissors and you think he would stab the blonde girl to death, but you never see it in the deleted scene. She's bald. He just cut all her hair off. Um, But what do you want to say about sitting the girl's ass down on the hot rocks? um, It's pretty fucked up, but she killed a kid. She killed a kid. And then... And she's it, racist. It was in the sauna, <laughs> so true. and she was masturbating to the Polaroid of the dead kid. And it's like, I mean, I don't. What? Why? Oh, was I, that I, what was on the Polaroid? Yes. I like, I like blinked and yeah. missed that. Yeah, they're well, showing the Polaroid of the dead get, kid. His head smushed in, and it's like, I don't get why we have to do this. You got to remember I, why they deserve to die. I was. Also, I, uh, I remember. Some people to never me, forgot. That is again the spirit of this movie is at every opportunity the most fucked up thing we could do. <laughs> yeah. And I thought again, if it was a regular movie, including that scene, like if the new fucking uh, Avengers uh, movie, uh, yeah, had that scene, I'd be like, yeah, they should have cut that. But that's <laughs> not what it is. It's 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 you know we're gonna you're, you're gonna have this just this disgusting shit at every corner, and it's you know yeah, it's it's the punk rock vibe. 
So and I'm, 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 so I'm going to say it. I love the scene. No, I, I do think by. the purpose was to remind you of yeah. how bad these characters are <laughs> yeah. because they're about to get their comeuppance. And it's been yeah. a long time since we've even seen these uh, characters. I just want to let the creators know, though, if you uh, run over a kid and then Polaroid his dead body, I'll remember that character. <laughs> I'll remember <laughs> them well, in the Well, they don't believe you because after she gets burned, we cut to the guys who were driving and they beat an old lady up and steal her car. Yeah. And again, I'm <laughs> like, well, yeah, you got to remind us. Do yeah. these guys really deserve what's coming Let's for them? Check in on oh them. yeah, they totally do. And it was—it's the old lady who got beat up. It was so funny. I'm so glad there's nice men like you living in our neighborhood. <laughs> and then they punch her in the stomach. It's like it's so fucking. Oh funny. man. Okay. Yeah. Uh. So what happens is they steal the old lady's car, and then the Toxic Avenger surprise attacks them and jumps on the hood of their car. And then it was a pretty awesome yes. yeah. car chase. Really cool stunts. It's not really a chase, but it's like almost, it's a car scene. It's kind of like a chase with nobody yeah. chasing them. Yeah, I was really impressed. I was too. I, I found myself actually pausing it. Apparently like, a stuntman almost died making that uh, I oh, yeah. crash at the end. Yeah. I heard. So what happens is he takes one. He's on top of the car. They can't shake him. He grabs a guy at the passenger seat, throws him out, climbs into the passenger seat, and then with his foot stomps down on the gas pedal and basically has the driver in a ride from hell. At the last mm-hmm. minute, Toxie jumps out, and the driver goes over a cliff. Mm-hmm. And the car crashes and explodes. Yeah. yeah, and so maybe you guys will have more info than me. I don't know. I In in my research, I didn't find anything about this, but I must have rewound that car crash, uh, him, you know, going on, soaring off of the ledge or whatever, a yeah. hundred times, because w- this is the kind of shit I will laugh at again and again. There is a dude just standing there. I noticed that right near where that car crashes, and the dude. Looks, I saw that. Too. The dude looks like he's just on a daily walk and not noticing. Like, <laughs> well, do you know they're shooting this? Apparently, that's the shot that almost killed a guy. That is okay. So that was, but it wasn't that guy. Oh, okay, okay. Well, e- either way, I was laughing my ass off because like that guy is clearly oblivious and standing way too close to the impact. Uh, also, and I was dying laughing. I got the impression it was like, "Fuck, Randy was in the fucking yeah. shot." Yeah, uh, totally. Well, we can't. They, we can't. Film Not that, that again. again. They cut Carl. Away. They I guess. cut away as fast as, can, as yeah, possible. Yeah, Carl's in the fucking final cut of the film, then. <laughs> it Fuck. was killing me. God, it was killing me. Dude, some fucker walked into the shot. Well, just we can so use it. So that was impressive. Am I, am I in the shot? Yeah. yeah. That scene was impressive. Apparently, the roll cage on that car failed, and the dry, the stunt driver almost died. Wow. Crazy. Shit. Um, so then we have this awesome scene where this was, this, again, I have to hand it to the people who wrote this movie. A lot of times I am harping on the writing of films. Yeah. This script does not deserve to be as good as it is. (laughs) Toxic Avenger goes into a laundromat and kills a little person. Yeah. And I thought it it was, wasn't it like Bozo's mom or it was, I thought it was like one of the the dude's moms. I'm not sure, but Mm, he, but it's played by an actress who is a little person. Yes. And he picks her up and puts her in a washing machine and turns it on. And that's how she gets killed. And then he puts her on like a steam press too. Yeah. And he brutally murders her. And I'm like, what was I, you know, I missed the masturbation picture. Was I not paying attention? Why did he kill the I old woman? Too, yeah. I Why thought, he, yeah, I thought it was a mom of one of those guys. Yeah. I thought, but they had set up earlier in the screenplay in the story that the toxic Avenger has an urge to kill evil people. Mm-hmm. He has a natural urge to fight crime. He doesn't understand it himself. Mm-hmm. Right. So he kills this woman, and he doesn't even know why he did it. He goes home to his blind girlfriend, and he's like, something bad is happening. I think I'm losing control. I'm attacking people. I don't know why. But then we go to City Hall, and they're like, yeah, 
he killed this woman. Well, it turns out she did all this bad stuff. Yeah, yeah. They said she was like the ringleader of this is racist or I don't know, a white slavery racket. <laughs> a white slavery yeah. ring. Oh, it's oh, extra man. bad. Oh, no. <laughs> Not white people. <laughs> you could have made just said slaves. Slaves are bad. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Slave labor, whatever. Uh, and in addition to all this other stuff, nobody knew she actually was evil. His inherent urge to fight crime, yeah. it overtook Took it. Over. He wasn't even yeah. aware of it. I thought that was pretty good writing, personally. Yeah. Uh, that one, the woman in that scene that he throws in the washing machine, I, I, I think she was in, I want to say she's been in some Tim and Eric stuff. That's no, awesome. That's I, quite I, a I cameo. Be, I could be wrong. I could be wrong on that. I thought she was. Anyway. So at the ending of the movie, he wants to isolate himself. He doesn't understand these urges. Him and his girlfriend go to the middle of nowhere. They basically set up camp in the, in the middle of nowhere. Wilderness. Mm -hmm. While the people at City Hall, who are increasingly acting more and more like Nazis... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Clicking their heels. Yavold. Mm, all that not, stuff. Not exactly subtle. All that stuff. They have a vendetta against Toxie. Uh, Toxie. They're all corrupted by the mafia, anyways. They call the governor and get the National Guard sent in tanks, trucks, yeah. and soldiers to hunt down Toxie. They track him down. This is the final scene. Yeah. They track him down to his campsite in the woods. I. I Oh, go ahead. Go. No, take over. Go I ahead. thought it was hilarious. It's like 45 tanks <laughs> and like the entire planet is there and they're all surrounding this tent. And it's like they're sleeping. And it's like, oh, they got all that stuff in there really quietly. <laughs> no, we didn't wake them up. Yeah. Don't, don't wake, wake them. So then Toxie comes out to confront the mayor who is this overweight, evil guy who may also be in the mafia. It's not quite clear. A shootout have the mayor like takes a gun and shoots him a bunch, but the bullets they don't hurt Toxie. And Toxie goes up and rips the mayor's guts out. Yeah. Like punches him and rips the guts out. Yeah. All right. Stick with me here because we're gonna go fast. Everybody cheers. No, yeah, no one, no problem with that. Oh, the mayor! Yeah, oh, he was corrupt anyways. You did Toxie! <laughs> Good night, everybody. Credits roll. <laughs> and you know what? The movie ends there, and I'm like, yeah. I mean, I don't care because it. That, why do we? Why should I give a fuck if that's how you want to end yeah. your movie? But you brought the whole national guard out here because everybody thought this guy had brutally murdered an old woman in a laundromat for no reason. Yeah, uh -huh. wasn't sold. And you never resolved yeah, that. What yeah. everybody's like, "Hey, you killed that woman." <laughs> yeah. Oh, he killed the mayor. Ah, yeah. Toxie's a good guy yeah, after all. He killed the woman. Let's all the national guard was there to stop him. Oh, he killed the mayor. Oh, then we're good. It's like, yeah, "Well, how is that it, the logic?" It made no sense. Yeah. And again, I don't care cuz it's the Toxic Avenger. Yeah, yeah. But I just, I mean, I just praised how good the writing in this <laughs> yeah. script was. Yeah. And then maybe that. Maybe dial it back a yeah, little. Yeah, and then that was the ending. And I was like, well, all right. I mean, if it's your movie, if that's what you want to do with it, uh, that's how it ends. Yeah. It just, it ends on like all's well that ends well. They they rip the mayor's yeah. guts out. Let's forgive him. So. Hey, one yeah. good turn deserves another. Um, I literally don't have any other notes. Yeah. My last note, he has a shootout with the mayor, rips his guts out. Everyone in town seems to forgive him for apparently murdering the lady in the laundromat. The end. I just, I would love, I would pay money to have been able to be in the pitch meeting to make this a cartoon and have them sign off on it. Like uh, that's how, what I'm wondering. How, I don't know how that did happened. that happen? I think, and I, I think know. I've even seen 
there was a, I want to say I saw an interview with Lloyd Kaufman at one point where he talked about that, where he's just like, I can't tell you why I that, mean, how that got uh, proved. I, I really know. think Toys. in every, there's a lot of ways that this is probably the most offensive movie I've ever seen, which I think that was their goal. <laughs> That's what they wanted. Yeah. But it was offensive in literally every way, and yeah. you made it into a kid's cartoon somehow. Yeah. I mean, well done. It's kind of amazing. I have to respect just the fact that this franchise IP exists. Yeah. Yep. And you get both this gruesome cult film that is murderous and racist and you also get a wholesome five-year-old's cartoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I grew up watching. It's and kind loved. of incredible. It like, really is. This, it's a, this is a mind-boggling. I can't, I don't think I'll ever be able to figure it out. I gotta get. I, kudos to them. I yes. gotta give them respect. You did yeah. it. Yeah. This is. I will say. I hate reboots. Tired of remakes. This is the one franchise I'd be down if I'd be down in the next few years. Like, yo, some studio give Lloyd give any whoever. Like a hundred million dollars and make that level version of the Toxic Avenger I, just, just to see what it would look like. And maybe it wouldn't work, but I would just love to see what that would look like. I mean, when I was trying to find images for the background here, I kept seeing images of Peter Dinklage oh. and Elijah Wood as if like they are making a reboot and those two are like ta in talks of being oh. Melvin. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's hmm. it's it's been talked about, Rocco. So maybe it will happen. Okay. Maybe. So that is the Toxic Avenger. We watched the whole thing, yeah. and I think it's time to give us some popcorn shakes. Well, Derek, it was your pick, so how about you go first? Um, secretly, I really want to give it a, a really high rating. Okay, but I, you know, yeah, I'm so torn. There's it's, there's pros and cons to that, you know. I'll tell you, I really love the punk rock attitude, as yes. you have mentioned, Rocco. That came through to me as well. Not only is there like punk rock soundtrack throughout it. But the costumes are very like, who cares if it's good? It's got attitude. This whole this whole movie has fuck you Hollywood energy. Yes. Yeah. The does. whole movie has the, the who cares if it's good? It's got attitude <laughs> vibe to it. Yeah. And I really like it. I think yeah. it works. I like the wholesome stuff. The gruesome gore turned me off. The racism turned me off. But then at the end of the day, I was like, well, I think it was supposed to. So it's effective. Mm. I'm going to give it three out of five. Okay. That's yeah. what I give it. Yeah. Uh, pretty much agree with everything you said. Three out of five. Wow. <laughs> pretty right. much wow. the same. I, I love the energy of it. I love, as always, I always got to give points for how does this exist. And yeah, they, they, they made this on there. They didn't answer to anybody doing this shit. And they said, hey, at every, every choice that we can make that we shouldn't make, let's make it. And they committed to that through 100% of it. It wasn't just a couple parts. Again, there are some scenes I could do without, you know. Okay, got it, you know. Yeah. But uh, but in general, the, the spirit of it, I loved. So, yeah, three, three um, for me. You Solid know, three. I think that, like, I could have been a three had they just not gone. I mean, I get that's the whole point of trauma movies. Yeah. yeah. But it's like then that's I that's where they lose me because I I love I love all of it yeah. until you get to the point where it's like oh my god just stop like I can't. What was the worst thing. part for you? Uh, if you had to think back, what part would you cut? You could only cut one part. I, oh man, that's that's tough. I think it would have to be that kid in the beginning. That really I hated it. That was pretty gruesome. It was so gruesome. Also, yeah. it had been done before. Also, it did. It was just like all these things where it's like I don't like this in any regard. Like not one part of this is fun or good. So that 
fucked me up. But right. the, the dog was funny. Admit the dog <laughs> the was dog, funny. The dog, Slide Across the Floor, that was funny. Yeah, you know, I didn't that, want them to kill the dog. That could have been bad. No. But yeah. it got a laugh. So, uh, you know, I'm going to give it a one and a half. Just because I did like right. some of the... the it was I mean, There were funny parts to it. As I mentioned, that meanwhile text on the screen was hilarious. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this was this isn't for me. It's not for me. One and a half, rounded up to a two. Would have been a three if my, the kid didn't die. Would have been well a three be. if yeah. well, because then that would also get rid of the girl masturbating to the dead kids. So that that could, two problems solved. Yeah, but this is reality, dude. People do that. There was like three or four scenes where it's like, I just if you just man made this, ha- you know, two minutes shorter, we'd have a, a fun movie on our hands. <laughs> but no, no. All right. Oh man. Um. Anyways, I have the next pick, and I'm gonna pick something. You know, everyone's like, "Oh, you love Star Trek so much, whatever." I'm gonna do something so different. You're not even gonna believe it. We're gonna watch Tim Allen in Galaxy Quest. Ooh. Oh, nothing to do with Star Trek here. You thought Toxic Avenger was offensive? Ooh. Yeah. 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 Get ready. Ooh. Alan Rickman. Uh, I think we got um. Rain Wilson's in this, I think. Oh, yeah. Sam Rockwell. Sam uh, Rockwell's in it. We got uh, Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, uh, the dude from Just Shoot Me. The dude from Just Shoot Who Me. Who came to Omega 64 panel once. Yeah, wow. We'll get yeah, into that. The, full circle. We're going to get into weird. We're gonna get into that next week. Missy Pyle is in it, too. There you go. So It's all you Missy Pyle nuts. Too check nice. out Galaxy Quest. We'll see and you we'll next see you time. next time. See you. Goodbye.